Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay. Built in Atlanta, OnPay is the top-rated payroll and HR software anywhere. Get one month free at OnPay.com. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, OnPay. Without them, we could not be sharing these important stories. Today on Atlanta Business Radio, we have Christine Hilgert and Corey Bokath with H2U Fine Water. Welcome. Thank you. Now, Thanks so much. Now, Christine, before we get too far into things, tell us a little bit about H2U Fine Water. How are you serving folks? <laughs> Thank you. Well, H2U, um, we created this company, Corey and I, after we became certified water sommeliers. We went through an extensive training and took lots of tests, lots of homework. And guess what? We drank a lot of water. <laughs> I bet so you did. So we developed this company to kind of bring that to the surface and bring our passion for water and its story out to our friends, our family, and, and people. Keep building from there. Now, what attracted you to water? Like, what made you think, wow, there must be more to water than just water? Yeah, it's, and that is a great statement. Water is not just water. And that's something we all speak about. Um, it started for me, and, and then Corey actually really enhanced it. It started for me back uh, a couple of years ago in Frankfurt, Germany. I was at a convention and they were doing a water tasting. And it was, um, I didn't really know what they were doing, to be honest with you. It didn't quite connect with me, but I thought it was interesting once I sat down and learned a little more. And, you know, during the past year, we all were watching a lot of Netflix. So Corey came in the office. Yeah, it really started about uh, right as the pandemic was hitting. We all had a lot of time on our hands as the world was sort of uh, coming in around us. And I happened to just decide to watch a Netflix documentary about um, Down to Earth with Zac Efron. I don't know if you've seen it, but um, there was a water episode. And honestly, for me, it was sort of this light bulb that went off because, you know, as Christine and I are in the meeting planning industry and we, um, you know, travel around the globe for our clients, we, we've never heard of or seen someone who actually is a certified water sommelier. And, you know, we hire wine sommeliers, we hire beer cicerones, but we don't actually um, knew really of anybody who was doing this. And so a light bulb went off and I, you know, went down to Christine's office and said, hey, I think this might be an idea here. And of course, we we had to wait for the the world to stop falling around us a little bit. But yeah, that's pretty much where it started was just, hey, there's an opportunity here. We both love water. We love learning. We love learning. There's a, there's a uniqueness to it. And so here we are. And now we're both certified and have um, started our own business. Now, can you share a little bit to the listener about um, why they shouldn't take water for granted and maybe some of the nuance that we're missing uh, when it comes to water? Because water, as opposed to wine or beer or coffee, you're it's like uh, kind of ubiquitous. It's free out of the tap. Like there's water around you in a lot of places. How how does water differ in like what's a high end water? How, what makes that special compared to, you know, tap water? Manly, you are asking all the best <laughs> questions. 
Um, you know, water, it's such a resource, Mother Nature, it, it is all around us and it's an important um, resource to us. But we um, we studied a lot of the fine waters and we do talk a lot about just general water from tap and purified. But a fine water, you know, there's a really a simple definition. Fine water comes from a a real place. It has terroir, which is very similar to wine. It's what those minerals that are in that rock or in that um, material that the water is flowing through. It holds an experience and it gives you wellness. So, you know, we do look at it a lot like a wine, but in this sense, water is just everywhere. And when it comes from different places and the amount of mineral that's in the water can really change the flavor. And that's so exciting when you truly taste a water that came from a glacier versus a water that came from a spring in Sylvania that has a lot of magnesium, very different tasting water. Now, um, when you're talking about water, is is it a flat water? Is it a sparkling water? Are the like, are, is a sparkling water just a flat water that somehow is carbonated? Can you kind of educate us a little bit on that? Yeah, I can take this one. Um, we do both, so flat water and sparkling. And interesting, and this was so fascinating. I mean, I don't know about Corey. Yeah. I was, I'm a flat water drinker. I have such a new appreciation for sparkling water now that I understand that some of it is naturally carbonated. And how fascinating is that, that this water is coming out of a spring, naturally carbonated. And Topo Chico is one of them, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are a lot of great waters that do add carbonation. It still keeps it as a fine water, but everything happens there at the spring or the well or the artesian um, spot. It's bottled there, and that's what makes it um, a natural water. Now, it's funny you brought up Topo Chico, and this isn't a plug for them at all, but um, I was drinking a lot of diet soda, and I uh, made the decision to switch to water, and I was drinking regular water, and then I found Topo Chico, and that, to me, kind of gave me the best of both worlds. It was a water that had flavor to me, and it was kind of carbonated. Yeah, Lee, the Topo Chico, I think, coming out of Monterey, it's a it's a beautiful water. I think it's one that Christine and I, we try not to have favorites because there's so many beautiful waters out there. But um, I would say the same thing. Topo Chico is probably one of my personal favorites. And I drink it without any flavorings to it, just the regular um, straight natural source um, sparkling. But it is, it's a gorgeous water and it, it has such a light effervescence to it. It's not a, a, a super bold bubble, similar to like a Perrier. So it's easy to drink and it's not too harsh on the stomach. Um, but it is, it's a beautiful water. So I agree with you. <laughs> but that was my, um, for the listener to, I think that if people are kind of thinking about dabbling into it, you, you can tell the difference between a water like that as opposed to, some of the maybe more manufactured sparkling waters that do feel a little more aggressive in the sparkling part. Absolutely. And it's funny, um, in our world, we do not like purified water because purified water has been taken from a spring. It's been stripped of its natural mineral um, makeup and then re-enhanced. So, you know, nothing against our our lovely friends here in Atlanta called Coca-Cola and some of their water products but we really do work and look at when we do water tastings, it's all natural waters. 
And then uh, t tell us about a water tasting. What is that like for the consumer? Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, both Corey and I, that was a little homework assignment we both had to do and we did it with our friends separately. But you really look at bringing, we did, I think, three to four still waters, which um, varied in what's called TDS, that's total dissolved solids, which really interprets into minerals. And for the average person, it's really great to talk about TDS as a number. So you start with a very low TDS and you go to a high TDS. And then you do the same type of thing with a sparkling. So both Corey and I worked with TDS waters that were running around a 22, which is very low, usually something from Norway and in, in an Arctic area, very um, glacier driven to even a water that goes up to 7,000 TDS. Um, so it's got very high, high mineral counts. And it's a lot of fun to watch your friends taste them along the way and really experience that water is not just water. It really has a taste and has an experience. Well, and Lee, too, the fun of that is, is, you know, when you're doing a tasting is the job that Christine and I have is taking those different waters and making sure that we're supplying not only a few stills, but a few sparklings so, and having a broad range, right? Um, and of course, being able to showcase waters from around the world. So it's not just domestic water, but really showcasing all of the different waters. I mean, there's thousands of them throughout the world that are actually bottled and, and um, some are hard to find, some are not. But that's the fun part. Like Christine said, those low TDSs all the way up to those super high TDSs and the difference that that minerality difference is pretty extreme. And it, it really tells a story. And when you have um, a, a beverage that has a flavor profile like water does that maybe we take for granted, I would imagine there's also an opportunity there for chefs and people that are in the culinary world to to kind of pair, not only pair water with food, but also use water as an ingredient to make maybe their baking or their cooking kind of more unique and special? Yes. And we're really hoping to, um, we have a, a wonderful hotel that's going to be opening up here in, in Atlanta soon called the Epicurean. And we've been talking with them. What we'd love to do is with some of these hotels is do some um, integration with the chef to do some chocolates. You could do a really beautiful chocolate ganache with water. And if you do low TDS versus high, it completely changes the flavor of the chocolate. The same with cooking carrots. When you cook carrots with a mineral water, actually, um, they are very bright orange and they really hold their flavor because that mineral really wraps around it versus using tap water. So there's just there's a lot of fun things to do from making coffees and teas to, you know, having beautiful ice made out of a high TDS and using that in a bourbon and how that really will change that profile of the bourbon even. Now, when you're dealing with people who might have thought they knew something about, like, say, bourbon, and then you share this and say, look, here, taste the difference between these two or three things with different um, waters inside them. Uh, are their heads kind of exploding there? Is this something like, wow, I didn't even consider this before? Absolutely. And again, that's what makes it a little bit of fun when we bring that to the table, because when you can really show the difference in taste, that really speaks to a person. And I think that they do really have a new appreciation of what they're putting in. If you're going to spend um, a, a lot of money on a really nice bourbon, why would you put an ice cube that just came out of a tap water? Why wouldn't you make that really 
a special, unique experience, an Epicurean experience. Right. And that's a great point. If you're trying to really be this high end kind of uh, special, unique experience, why are you being incongruent with one of the, the kind of the biggest drivers of keeping it cold or, you know, uh, if it's melting, it's going to affect the flavor of what you're kind of sharing. Yeah. And Lee, sometimes the, even those of the bourbons or different, you know, liqueurs, there are re- areas or regions within that country. If they're bottling it at that source, there's also a natural water source nearby and those flavors beautifully combine together naturally. Um, so it's, it's one of those things that a lot of, a lot of them may not even know that. I mean, we have some, you know, friends and, and industry partners that are, you know, distributors of different liqueurs or liquors, and they don't even know that. So those are the kinds of things that Christine and I are, are working on to educate them about. So, so now, um, I would imagine this is kind of relatively new to the United States. Are there a lot of uh, water sommeliers out there? There's about 70 worldwide. And um, Corey and I are the first two females um, here in Georgia. And I would say Southeast. There's a, another um, woman who works down in Palm Beach at a hotel. And then I think we're the only three women right now in the United States. Wow. How exciting. Very small. Yeah, it's very exciting. And and we just really see such an opportunity to work with um, so many people and and have a lot of fun with it. So now um, who are the people that you want to meet more of? Are you looking for those kind of high end fine dining um, restaurants and hotels and um, or are you kind of targeting the uh, the bourbons and the whiskeys and the, you know, the, the liquor companies? Who, who is a good fit for you? All of the above. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd love to see um, Corey and I are working um, within our industry. We, we come from a, a long experience in, in years within the meeting management um, arena. Hospitality. Hospitality. Yeah. So we see the capabilities of putting together a water bar at a convention or a water tasting experience. In that sense, we can see that if you're hosting, um, let's say, a very an executive dinner and you want it to add some a different experience to it, that we can help you um, come up with a water menu for that. We also see the opportunity to be a part of the Atlanta Food and Wine Festival and partnering with a bourbon company and showcasing this in that arena. So there's a lot of different, I think, vehicles and opportunities here. I think at the end of the day, it's just, you know, Corey and I are just really passionate about it and looking to, to really give a little bit of fun and something different out to people who want to have this experience. And if somebody wanted to learn more and have more substantive conversation with either of you, what's, is there a website? There is h2ufinewater.com is our website. And we also are on Instagram and LinkedIn. Well, congratulations on launching this. This is very exciting and um, best of luck. Uh, this it sounds to me as a great niche to really be in. And you guys are in the cutting edge of this, really making this happen. Congratulations. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Lee. And then the website, one more time, is H, the number two, the letter U, finewater.com. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on Atlanta Business Radio. Today's episode of Atlanta Business Radio is brought to you by OnPay, Atlanta's new standard in payroll. To learn more and get your first month free, 
Go to onpay.com. 